Merry Christmas, Jessica. It's actually Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, Deanne, and Merry Christmas to everyone out there listening. Yes, it's amazing. Here we are, the magical day. Snow is falling, sort of, <laughs> somewhere. And I've got you a present. Oh, wow. Thank you. What is it? It's the thing that I knew you wanted most of all. Ooh, a new Apple Watch? No, even better. I'm not making us do an opening skit this week. It's just what I've always wanted. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to the fourth pod of Christmas. The fourth pod of Christmas. The opening of our hearts to you. The four symbolizes... He's he's doing this motion with his hands where it's like Happy Hands Club from Napoleon Diamond. He's got like his, his yes, heart coming so out to you. Yes, I've been so inspired by like... all the Happy Hands videos for Reliant K that I find. <laughs> I just want to express my love through hand motions to the sky and up. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, everyone. We hope that you are having a nice day. Yes. With- Filled with family and love and Presents all that good stuff. Yeah, eggnog. And <laughs> we've got we've got our tree all lit up, and we've got the the Yule log playing on the TV on the in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're here, and it's time for the four. We're actually releasing an episode on Christmas Day now. Some people, I just want to say, there are amazing people out there that work on Christmas Day. People from you know. Yes important stuff like you know emergency services and stuff to even like certain services that you don't think of as important just like people have to work at gas stations and hotels hotels restaurants, and stuff like that movie theaters and i don't want to call us heroes for <laughs> podcasting on christmas day <laughs> it's like in, you've never seen pop star right Never stop stopping. No. When he's like, when his song where he's like, I'm not gay, but if I was, I'd be for, I'd be for gay rights. And towards the end, he's like, I'm not saying I'm a hero. I'm not saying he says it over and over because he's clearly <laughs> saying he's a hero for putting out the song. That's funny. Yeah. Also, a special shout out to those of you who work retail and this is your, your first day off in two weeks and you have to be back at work again tomorrow. Right. We've, we've worked in retail previously. So. Yeah. We know what it's like. And I was just joking around before, but obviously, thank you very much If <laughs> to our troops. I support all troops. Yes. And everything. Yeah. So I was just, you know, making thank a joke you. about that. Anyway. Or if you have a family member who's overseas, maybe this Christmas. That's right. Um, we wish them a Merry Christmas. So we wish you a Merry Christmas. We do wish you a Merry Christmas. Because that is the song that we're talking about this week. Um, I do have some top of the show business. Oh. So... I don't remember if I mentioned this. I think I did mention it in a previous episode, but it's just gotten so much crazier. Um, Our pods of Christmas are like by far our most played episodes, but I don't want to say they're our most listened to episodes (laughs) because I think what basically happened was on Spotify, if you typed in Reliant K Sleigh Ride, you'd have two tracks to click from. <laughs> one would be the actual song. One's us. And one would be us. And, you know, 
our Christmas art is transformative, but it is based on yes. copywritten material. Yeah. It looks if, very similar to the Let It Snow Baby, Let It Reindeer cover. Right. I mean, it's based on that. I took yeah. the Let It Snow Baby, Let It Reindeer cover and I just shrunk it down and then expanded some extra background space and then put Sadie <laughs> Hawkins pod. But it's transformative. Like, if you look at the two, you should know they're not the same. But if you're quickly looking at the two, basically, I want to get these actual numbers. Now, we've been guarded about our, like back-end numbers, but on Podbean, it shows how many plays you've had specifically through Podbean. That doesn't account for other apps that... Yeah, we did not realize that, so we we didn't really know what our audience size was, and then suddenly Danny's like, oh, wait, I've got Spotify analytics, too, and like, oh, here's our numbers for that, and I'm like, oh, wow, so... And we still don't know what our Apple numbers are. So basically, like, we average around 80 downloads on Podbean, okay? But then Sleigh Ride, and I'm just talking about on Podbean itself, okay? It has 650 listens. Just or, on Podbean? Or downloads. Or yeah, on just Spotify. on Podbean. No, oh. no, I'm not talking about Spotify. I'm talking about Podbean. I'm talking about Podbean because that's our native app. That's where we upload our shows to. Right. And they have their own like local numbers and their own local analytics and stuff. And then you have to go to Apple and you have to go to Spotify to get the download listens there. But just on Podbean, for some reason, our Sleigh Ride episode has 650 downloads, which is higher wow. than the last time I looked when it was 550. Oh my gosh. So basically, I'm like, we really tricked a lot of people into listening to us. And who knows how many people are like, ah, fudge, you know, forget this. And like, closed it immediately. Yeah. So I think we, re- we, we we should just keep the pot of Christmas going. What do you think? <laughs> All the way to four kings. Yeah. To, to four kings. To, to, four kings to three kings day. We make an extra king. I just couldn't believe like, it's like astronomical (laughs) right basically we tricked people because then on spotify it's literally in the it's like even more than that yeah yeah because when we i showed you the the spotify charts and i'm like wow it's like this giant (laughs) spike over and i just i don't know i think it's funny that we accidentally tricked people into which is kind of what i wanted to do but i didn't expect it to work (laughs) i feel bad um, if you're listening to this because you thought you were going to be listening to <laughs> Reliant K's We Wish You a Merry Christmas, we're sorry. Yeah, we're but so while we have sorry. you here, <laughs> while we're while we have you here, why don't you give us a call at four zero two nine five Sadie? We have a voicemail line. You just call up. You say how you're doing. You leave us a message, and we'll play it on the show. And we have some messages to play this week. So this is these are both from. Uh, David in L.A. <laughs> oh! <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? It's David from L.A., the Valley. You know. Um, so Jeff was talking about how the Seventeen Magazine cover, there was an indie rock vibe. But it made me think of that episode of Stella. If you ever saw the first episode of Stella, and they were uh, Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter and the other one are arguing in the car about funk rock. And then... Uh, uh, the other one is like, no, I want to listen to funk rock. So if indie rock and coffee house are two different things, is there a difference between indie rock and indie rock? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let me know. So that was David from L.A., which, f- a full disclosure, in case this ever ends up in a court of law, 
That's David Park, one of the hosts of Jimmy Eat Pod. Who did our closing. Who did our closing theme song, yeah. our cover. Our two, we have the rock version and the more traditional versions of Crayons Could Melt On Us. So he did those. So yeah, he's, um, and it's funny that he thought of a Stella reference when he was listening to our Seventeen Magazine discussion because then later in the same episode he must not have heard it yet i had a wet hot american summer reference yeah and those are the same people yeah and it's funny that he was like michael ian black michael showalter and <laughs> the other guy because the other guy's david wayne and he's the director <laughs> of of all of these things yeah of wet hot american summer and stuff so is there a difference between indie rock and indie rock absolutely <laughs> but that's for another episode <laughs> we won't discuss that here this is christmas um, and then he has one other voicemail. Hey guys, David again. Um, Save by the Bell. Uh, this is insanely my wheelhouse. Um, so there's so much weird stuff about Save by the Bell, but mostly the news class is terrible. College years is severely underrated. But what's, one thing that's interesting is that the new class was on for like 10 years, and the original show was only on for like five or six. I'm not Googling it, but the new class, I believe, was on the air longer than the original series. Now, that's not putting together Good Morning, Miss Bliss, Saved by the Bell, the summer years, which is when they were at uh, Malibu Sands, and the college years. But uh, And then there's the whole thing with the last season where they had extended the last season because ratings were really good. But uh, Jessica, uh, Jesse, <laughs> Jessica, um, Jesse and Kelly were like, well, sorry, we only had contact for half a season, so we filmed it. And then we went off and had film careers and 90210 and all that. But anyway, then it's like a whole thing where they were like, well, we're going to make these episodes anyway. So then all of a sudden that other girl shows up. I forget her name right now, Tori. And then it's, they basically aired one Tory episode and then one Kelly and Jesse episode until the end of the season when they graduate and Tory's nowhere to be found. So anyway, uh, yeah, man, Save by the Bell, insanely sick, sick, and the new class is terrible. All right, bye. Jessica was nodding her head during that, like, yep, yep, I remember that. Yep, to, uh, correct. Well, to the, <laughs> correct to, to, when they worked at Malibu Sands with Stacey <laughs> Carosi, yeah. <laughs> oh, so I didn't realize uh, that the stuff about... Um, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley and Tiffany Amber yeah. Mason. And, and then th- I just thought that those, I don't know what I thought the episodes with Tori were, like those were their own thing. And then, yeah, I don't right. know. That's so, yeah. But it's funny that, because like. Because I never watched them in order. Right. So I was like, I don't know. I just assumed that there was like a weird season or maybe that was like the last season and like two actresses just chose to leave. I didn't really know But what then that they're there at their graduation. Yeah, so I, I don't guess, know. And I never I really think about I it. I never yeah. put it together, but I guess what David is mentioning. And again, this all goes back to our Seventeen Magazine episode. We'll get so back to Christmas. <laughs> but I guess what he's saying, and I wasn't really aware of this, is they were like, okay, we basically finished the show, including the finale, but we're going to tack on a bunch of other episodes, which I guess are technically like midquel episodes. <laughs> but it's this weird other timeline or something where Jesse and Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Kelly Kelly aren't around. What and Tori's there? Did they have a reason for like in no, the show? Did they so. give a reason or just they just pretended like it wasn't? I think they just pretended like it wasn't. Okay, thing, I think David can let us know. Yeah, <laughs> give us another voicemail. Let us know. Was there an in-story explanation? 
Anyway, thank you very much, David, for those voicemails. Oh, and that's crazy about the new class being oh, right, 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 right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? It's really because I've funny. seen way fewer episodes of that. I I don't I don't know why. It's, like we mentioned last week, there's just so many random episodes of New Class that I remember. But then I swap because I haven't watched them in decades. Right. I just swap out the real cast for the other cast members except for like the episode where like screech comes back and stuff yeah right like obviously i know that's the new class but when it's the regular yeah anyway is it a regular one where mr belding like delivers a baby in an elevator that is a regular one. that is a regular one okay right um because i'm like wait whose baby was that i think one of the ones Cause it, they had slater's uh jersey to wrap the baby in right right yeah yeah it was one of the episodes. It was the, there was an episode of New Class specifically where they got a job at a frozen yogurt stand, and s- somehow Screech was involved with like creating or the frozen yogurt, or he invented a new frozen yogurt or something. And it turned out it was and it was like fat free and it was delicious and everybody loved it. And it turned out it wasn't fat free. He just put all the fat back into it. That's just a rehashing of the episode where he comes up with the 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 pasta sauce. sauce. Yeah, but it's just. But instead, yeah, because the pasta sauce episode, which is a classic season episode, that is where he comes up with the pasta sauce and everybody loves. They start selling it. It turns out it's just like. Betty Crocker, not Betty Crocker, but like whatever. Yeah, it was like, somebody s- like Betty Crocker. Some, yeah. some major, they mentioned a real company that would make spaghetti sauce. But then there's a new class episode where he makes a delicious fat-free frozen yogurt. Welcome to our Save by the, the Bell episode where we vaguely remember not, Save by the Bell episode. I will not have you derail this. <laughs> and because it's definitely Screech. I'm getting it. I'm getting us back on track. And then I think there's a whole bunch of episodes about the, the the frozen yogurt stand for the new class because then like they get shut down by like like one of those gotcha journalism like news like <laughs> new, not Newsweek like what do you call it like uh, Inside Edition is like look at these kids with their disgusting habits and they, but it wasn't real and it was supposed to teach you about tabloid journalism that episode and I thought all these episodes were classic episodes but they weren't they were new class <laughs> and it's so crazy that new class was on for 10 years and I knew that because David and I both have like multiple Twitter accounts. We do like, you know, crazy stuff on Twitter and we both know who each other's accounts are. But I was like, I texted, I DM David. And I'm like, yeah, I think we talked about the 10 year time span of new class in an episode once, which is, that's weird as being for 10 years when high school is only four. Let's just talk about Saved by the Bell for now. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a Happy New and Year. And a Happy New Year. So... This is our last pot of Christmas, and we wish you a Merry Christmas is the song that we're doing. This song f***ing rocks. <laughs> it does. It's so heavy. Every time I hear it. This sounds, you, like, this sounds I like... I had an F word joke, and now you just... <laughs> I can't now seem like I'm copying you. This sounds like the kind of song you hear playing in a Hot Topic. For sure. Like, I don't know. It's not really like any other Reliant K song except the intro to Santa Claus's Thumb into Town. Like, stylistically, it does match many of the other Christmas songs on the the two Christmas albums um, where they change the lyrics, you right. know, from the, from the classic lyrics, which I'm actually not super duper a fan of, with the exception of 12 Days of Christmas. 
And right. they do play a lot of different styles. Reliant K is known to play a lot of different styles on, you know, each album. Yeah. But I don't know. Something about this song is just so... It's like their metal... Ver- it's it's a little bit metal. It's a yeah. little bit hardcore, like yeah. hardcore metal. Like in a Reliant K lens. It sounds like there should be a little screamo breakdown in the middle. <laughs> Every t- Now you'll hear it in the covers. People, there's multiple metal oh, covers of this. Oh, nice. I but bet. But then it made me, like, we were driving around listening to the song before we recorded today. And it's just like, when they're like, dun 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 I'm like, that part. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, open up the f***ing pit. I just like to imagine people in Santa Claus outfits just like moshing so heavy. Yeah. Slamming against each other with complete abandon. Yeah. This and Santa Claus's Thumb into Town like sound like the kind of song that they would play in a special special Christmas episode of Jackass. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Santa Claus is them into so. town in particular for some reason. I suppose so. Yeah, you know, it's it this song more it's like if you take the songs that we've picked just for this, right? And for the four pods of Christmas, you take twelve days of Christmas where they do the whole real song but they just add new parts. Mm-hmm. And then you take Sleigh Ride, where they chopped bits out, like a little chunk out. This took one little chunk of the song out. Yeah. And then this song, it's like, they're basically not really doing We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Because there's all these invented lyrics and stuff. This is basically an original sort of hardcore metal-inspired Reliant K-style song that sort of samples We Wish You a Merry <laughs> Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it reminds me of yeah. the ska punk band Catch-22 did a quote-unquote cover of American Pie by Don McLean. Oh. and all But all they did was the chorus over and over. Oh. And it was, like, so obnoxious. It's like, <laughs> just do the actual song. They just keep singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie, over and over with the ska thing. Oh, wow. I'm like, just do the whole song. How long is the song? Probably two minutes. I don't know. But they could have done, like, the full song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's the point of even calling? It's just, like, it should be called Selections from American Pie. <laughs> I want to look up some of these, because we'll get into, now I assume you have some information about the original song, right? I do. Before we get into that, let's talk about the original elements of this song, um, which may be difficult, because I was like, I didn't bring the page up, and then... Um, well, while you look for that, yeah. this song has a tempo of 129 beats per minute. Whoa, would it's, that be good for a run? <laughs> it's uh, It would be. It's performed in B minor, and has a... What do you call it? Four, nice Dinosaurus doesn't need to contact us this week. It's B minor. <laughs> a 4-4 four, four time signature? 4 slash 4. How do I say that? Fourths? Four, no, a 4-4 four, four, four time signature, I think. Yeah. Okay. I know time signature is a little bit better than most other things from music, but you just confused me. <laughs> I played the drums for years. You would think that I would know this stuff. That's just a 4-4 four, four is just like the standard time signature. Yeah. It's like what, all, it's like what most music is. So let's look at the original lyrics that they wrote for this, because I didn't really break these down before recording tonight. <clears throat> so it goes like this. So we'll drive as fast as we can go through the black night, black ice, and all snow till we see some street signs that we know. We're coming home. And then they go into the real part, the original part. Good these lyrics give me anxiety. The black <laughs> ice. Like, oh, I hate black ice. And also, it just sounds like they're driving as fast as they can through the snow. Yeah. That sounds reckless. It's, it's reckless. They could hurt people. They're uh, driving reckless in the snow instead of <laughs> reckless in the rain, like mountaintop. 
Yeah, exactly. You don't know Mountaintop. I don't Mountain know Top. the lyrics. <laughs> I definitely know Mountaintop, but I have not digested the lyrics. Um, which someday we'll have to. Uh, then they go, we wish you Merry Christmas, wish you Merry Christmas. And the next original part is, And so when the words we sing are gone, I pray God's blessing continues on. We laugh and compliment this Merry Christmas. Good tidings are bringing to you. So really, there's only two... Now that I'm looking at it, like, on my screen, there's only two original verses. Mm -hmm. And they use the song they're covering at basically as the choruses. So there's not... When you look at it on paper, it doesn't seem like there's that much original content. But when you listen to the song, it feels like 50% of it is just a brand new song. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't... It just feels like a sample of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. But by word count, it is mostly we wish you a Merry Christmas. But yeah, they cut out the, the, um, the, the, we, what is it? The thing that we want? The... Prayer and Ives. No, Wait, that's Slay that's Ride. That's right. Jeez. <laughs> no, I'm confusing myself. Bring us some figgy pudding. Bring us some figgy pudding. The figgy pudding. I want to hear Reliant K's yeah. about the figgy pudding. Uh, figgy pudding seems like it would totally be Reliant K's jam. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite parts of the song. Because yeah. they're like, because they're like, we, you know, we bring bring us a cup of good cheer, and it's like, hey, now bring us some figgy pudding. We won't go until we get some. That's my favorite part of the song. Yeah. It's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> it's a threat. We might have more about that later. But, um, yeah, the one interpretation I kind of have of this song, in as much as it's not really a simple cover of We Wish You a Merry Christmas, an interpretation that I actually have of the original lyrics is that maybe this is about the band coming home for Christmas after being on tour? Oh, maybe this could is be, yeah, maybe yeah. they maybe like this is based off of nothing but like sort of what popped in my brain when I when I was trying to pay attention to these lyrics, and now that I've read them even more so, they're in the tour bus. Yeah, it's like we will drive as fast as we can go through the black night, black ice, and the snow. And we see some street signs that we know we're coming home. It kind of reminds you, like reminds me when you go on a really long road trip. Yeah. And when we lived on the East Coast, as we've hinted to on this podcast in previous episodes, we've lived in a number of different cities, sort of on the Eastern Seaboard. And every time you, we sort of moved, it would be like a long drive to and from places. And when you start to see street signs that we know, I'd be like, "Oh, we're almost to our you know new home or whatever." Like I remember that kind of feeling, you mm-hmm. know. Or when we lived in New York and my family's originally from Boston, like when you drive back and forth between there, like I wouldn't know most of that stuff in between and Connecticut and stuff. And then I started to see New York signs. I'm like, oh, I'm almost home there. Started to see Boston signs. I was like, oh, I'm almost home there. So it really brings that to mind. It's like when all that other space in America is just sort of like the wilderness that you kind of drive through and you do stuff and you tour. It's like all of a sudden we're almost home. We're starting to see signs that we recognize. And that's kind of... a thing that came to mind from that then looking at the second original set of lyrics and so when the words we sing are gone i pray god's blessing continues on we laugh and compliment this merry christmas so there's two interpretations i have of that verse and that is if it fits my concept that this is about a band who's been on tour all year and they've got to go home for christmas and then they're going back on tour really soon then there's this like, okay, we came home, we're here with our family, we're celebrating Christmas together, we're going back on tour soon, soon. 
so two interpretations can be like the words we sing with our family like we've been gathering around the christmas tree and singing you know classic carols and stuff and those songs will fade into the night and then we'll all pile back into the tour uh van and we'll go back on the road and the words that we sang are gone but let god's blessings continue on to our family and remind us of christmas and we'll be energized from being home for christmas it's beautiful and the second interpretation would be like thinking more long term of being a band mm. and Christmas and being like, here we are at Christmas and where we're really matters with our family. And someday maybe people won't care about our band and Reliant K. And when I, when, you know, the words we sing are gone, you know, when Reliant K has stopped being a band, let God's blessings, cause you know, that one's the one's a little bit more of a stretch, but it did come to mind and we wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Did you have anything to say about the original elements of this song? Well, I was going to say that those are really great interpretations. Would you he- like to hear some from uh, songmeanings.com? We haven't been over there in a oh, little yeah. while. That's a good idea. Well, unfortunately, there aren't any. <laughs> I was turning to my computer to pull them up myself. <laughs> there is an entry for it. There's just no comments. Right. That happens. I wonder if there's anything on Genius. Because over there, there are oh, yeah. geniuses. I always forget to check Genius. Well, Genius, you really typically only want for more recent songs. But yeah, there's nothing on here. No no annotations. And you know what else is really weird about... we? I noticed on Genius, I've been starting to notice any song that was on Deck the Hall, Bruise Your Hands is listed as only being on Deck... Is, is basically still the Deck the Hall, Bruise Your Hands artwork on Oh, there. interesting, yeah. Yeah. So, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, the classic Christmas song of which Reliant K barely does... <laughs> I'd like to learn more about that song. Yeah, okay, you would. Oh, see, the, Jessica. Past, the past three pods of Christmas, you have not been interested in learning the history. But then I get really pulled into it, like especially <laughs> when we talked about, um, oh man, one of the ones that opened I Celebrate the Day, what was it, when uh, they said Martin Luther may have written it? Oh, yeah, um... Silent Night. I Silent think it was Silent Night. Night. It yeah. was Silent Night or Away in a Manger, and I think it was Silent Night. Like that, I got really fascinated by that, and how people are like, either Martin Luther wrote it, or an Amer- <laughs> 200, 300 years later, an American wrote it. Well, this sort of has uh, like a similar sort of Ooh. confusing background. Because this is, like all the songs on Deck the Hall, Bruise Your Hands, not all the songs, there are some original songs on Deck the Hall, Bruise Your Hands, but all of the carols, all of the classic carols that they cover, all the covers on Deck the Hall, Bruise Your Hands, are public domain. And this is a public domain song. So I'm pulling up this website that, uh, because the the Wikipedia is really weird and very bare. Okay. So I'm pulling up this from galaxymusicnotes.com. The carol has quite a colorful history, reflecting on the witty carolers of the Victorian era and their inclination towards a traditional Christmas dessert. It is also connected to the regeneration of the tradition known as caroling, a practice that was banned in the churches during the Middle Ages. Whoa. The Protestant Oliver Oliver Cromwell had played a key in this, banning all Christmas carols between the periods 1647 and 1660. The church-going public collaborated in a desperate attempt to save the traditional songs, going from door to door and performing them in the Victorian era. Arthur Worrell, 
Uh, Arthur Worrell is accredited for the wide popularity of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. In 1935, he arranged the tune for his group, Bristol University Madrigal Singers, and subsequently performed it at a concert on the 6th of December. His intricate four-part arrangement of the same was further published by the Oxford University Press in the same year. It was titled A Merry Christmas West Country Traditional Song. Okay. <laughs> it's so very specific. Um, it goes on to say more about Arthur Sidney Worrell. Um, he was kind of the Matt Thiessen of his time. I wish you a Merry Christmas. Worrell's arrangement is widely regarded as the first instance when the score was penned. In 1939, the year he passed away, he was also granted the copyright to the carol. While oh. a lot is not known about how Worrell acquired the song, his arrangement enjoyed mass popularity. In December of 1940, it was performed on the radio by BBC Chorus. Throughout the Second World War and beyond, newspapers have widely attested rave reviews of the carol being performed in Christmas concert. However, during... The period spanning from the late 1800s to the early 1900s, there is no published record of the carol, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. The root of the original verse is speculated to have originated from the West Country, possibly Somerset. Worrell spent most of his childhood in the rural West Country, which offers more fire to this theory. His original arrangement is especially notable for the use of I in place of we in the lyrics. Instead of we wish you a Merry Christmas, he used I wish you a Merry Christmas. However, that was the only time it was used. The more selfish interpretation of the song. (laughs) Uh, The plural vision slowly came into prominence. So I'm confused. Is there a story or an explanation about why he lost the copyright? Did it just fall out of time? Like, when did it become traditional? It's considered a traditional song at this point, but it sounds like he would have had the copyright during World War II, at least, right? You seem perplexed, like maybe there's I'm, no I'm re- answer. I'm re- I don't know. I'm trying to read ahead here. Okay. Um, I'm, well, I'm reading this segment called Musical Overview. In 1961, Arthur's version was republished under the collection titled Carols for Choirs. It remains the most performed version of the carol to date. However... Despite being so revered, the carol is mysteriously absent from some noted collections of music from its contemporary era. I'm trying to find information about that. There is like a whole segment on figgy pudding. Um. (laughs) And that's my favorite part of the song, because I was going to say there is a comment on the Genius.com page for this song in general. Like, it's called, it's not even, like, attributed to an artist. It's attributed to the artist traditional, mm-hmm. right? And the one comment on Genius is from King George the Dank, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> That's his username. <laughs> two years ago. Epic. Epic. Two years ago, he said, LMAO, this song is just several verses of increasingly demanding requests for figgy pudding. <laughs> it is, um... Uh, Here, let me read this segment. The figgy pudding effect. The initiating line, we wish you a Merry Christmas, was predominantly used as a greeting. The lines, bring us some figgy pudding, bring it right here, we won't go until we get some, actually refers to the treats that the carolers often received as payment and the fact that they would continue singing until they were rewarded. (laughs) We're not going anywhere. (laughs) We know you're in there. (laughs) The carol has a cheeky tune that emphasizes the dynamic between the wealthy and the needy. The lyrics call for figgy pudding, a traditional dessert made 
made of figs. The legend goes that the poor carolers refused to leave the doorsteps of the rich until they were delivered rewards. The song also reflects this ardent... uh, See, now all the problems that we have in this world today with the rich getting richer and the 1% and now all that... If poor people just sang at rich people until they got their, <laughs> got a proper distribution of wealth, I think our world today would be a little bit better. So to be fair, now that I have the traditional lyrics up, Reliant K didn't really cut that much of the song. Definitely not compared to Catch-22 doing American Pie. <laughs> really, they did... 30% of what is a very repetitive song. They did We Wish You a Merry Christmas, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, We Wish You a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings to you, to you and your kin, We Wish You a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. They did that. Then there's another verse of Now Bring Us Some Figgy Pudding three times, and then Good Tidings We Bring to You and Your Kin, and then three more repeats of We Won't Go Until We Get Some. That's really all there is to the song. But it's so funny that such a repetitive song, which is... A, Chris, a traditional Christmas carol that I actually enjoy, right? We haven't talked about this, that oh. this week, but I don't really like Christmas music, right? Right. And whether this is Reliant K or anybody else, this is one of the traditional Christmas songs that I really enjoy. It's kind of peppy, it's kind of fun, it's kind of goofy. You know, there's other fun, peppy, goofy Christmas songs out there that I actually don't like, like <laughs> Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. It's so stupid. I do you know? not like Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer either. It's depressing. <laughs> it's very depressing. It's so upsetting. Um, but this one's just like, you know, bring us some figgy pudding. Yeah, but I just would have liked, I just want to hear Reliant K sing about figgy pudding. Is I know. So wrong? What a bummer. Have they ever done this live? Have they done this live and done the original lyrics? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, they did do it live, but I don't, not that I found them doing the original lyrics. I popped over to Wikipedia to read the uh, the origin section. And so according to Wikipedia, uh, the greeting, A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year is recorded from the early 18th century. A, close, a closely related verse dating from the 1830s runs, We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, a pocket full of money and a cellar full of beer. Oh, nice. <laughs> that would be very, those would be very useful gifts. It was sung by murmurs, i.e. children who would go about singing from door to door to request gifts. An example is given in this short story, The Christmas Murmurs from 1858 by Charlotte Young. When at last they were all ready, off they marched with all the little boys and girls running behind them and went straight to Farmer Bueller's door, where they knew they should find a welcome. They all stood in a row and began to sing as loud as they were able. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, a pantry of good roast beef and barrels full of beer. Now they use the I there, which that other article said... Arthur Worrell, what was his name? I think that was it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real Berenstein, Berenstein thing. Um, After they are all allowed in and perform a murmurer's play, the boys are served beer by the farmer's maid. Uh, Other sources show this greeting is 
as current in different parts of England during the 19th century. The origin of the, this Christmas carol lies in English tradition, wherein wealthy people of the community gave Christmas treats to carolers on Christmas Eve, such as figgy pudding, that was very much like modern day Christmas puddings. A variety of 19th century sources state that in the West, West Country of England, figgy pudding referred to a raisin or plum pudding, not necessarily uh, one containing figs. So I don't have an answer about the copyright thing, Danny. Hmm. I mean, maybe it just falls out of, maybe just fell out of copyright more yeah. recently than we think. Uh, I don't think it's really worth looking into yeah. any further. <laughs> but to answer your question. Do you have the answer? Email us. Yes. Uh, email us. SadieHawkinsPod at gmail.com. one of the descendants of whoever the name was? I've already forgotten. Uh, Mr. Worrell. Mr. Worrell. Give it a whirl. Call us at 402-95-SADIE and let us know. You can also hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. Sadie Hawkins Pod, both of those. And then sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com is our email. Um, So to answer your question, I found they have definitely played this song live, but there's conflicting information. So it's one of those classic sort of unreliable setlist FM tracks because I found a very short clip, very shoddy uh, phone camera clip of them playing it at Winter Wonder Slam. Okay. But then on setlist FM, it says it's only ever been played once at the Patriot Center in Fairfax, Virginia in 2009. Huh. Which is immediately, if that's true, well, it was also played in New Jersey or Pennsylvania right. or wherever Winter Wonder Slam is played. So that's just the, and and then, you know, when we talked about this in past episodes, particularly with songs off the first three albums, that Setlist FM is not, or really for sure uh, songs off the first album, Setlist FM is not reliable for this right. stuff. Because then right next to it, because I'm on the, the full song list of Reliant K on Setlist, and above, we wish you a Merry Christmas is We Built This City Starship cover. Nice. <laughs> which I know I've heard Reliant K play at least three times live back in like the back in like 2000, 2001. Okay. When they would open for Fiverr and Frenzy, when Fiverr and Frenzy puts a bigger band than them. When Reliant K was the, op- you know, right. was the opener doing that, that We Built This City cover was a really common thing in like those that time so anyway my point is kind of shows stylist fm not reliable so they could have played this song a couple of times a bunch of times but i can play that clip at least the one clip i found after maybe we finished talking about the song did you have anything else like your deep dive or anything like that yeah i did a deep dive i didn't get a lot on this like most of the other Christmas songs. Right. Um, I did get a website where you can buy for, I think it was like $15 or something, the the light sequence to make, to sync this up right, to I your house lights. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also found from punknews.org um, the Deck the Halls Bruise Your Hands review. Right. I think I found that at one point when I did a deep dive for you. <laughs> like maybe the second or third Okay. Out of Christmas. Um, would you like to hear it? Yes, because I did read it, but let's let the listeners in on this. <laughs> so this got three stars. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the rating system is on punknews.org. Okay. So Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand uh, from 2003. Scott gave this three stars. 
The Christian pop punkers of Reliant K have decided to join the ranks of the Vandals, MU330, and Nerve Herder and release a full Christmas album. For their not-so-unique sound, similar to that of Newfound Glory or Homegrown, gives the, <laughs> gives a nice touch to some of your favorite Christmas Christmas carols. Wait, wait, wait. Can, we, can you tell me what year this review was? Because it couldn't have been too much later than like 2004. I think it's 2003. Okay. Um, there's not a specific date. Okay. Maybe at the bottom. Keep reading. Um, it's at copyright 2017. No, no, no. That's just copyright for the website. Yeah, that's copyright what I for the website. figured. Yeah. yeah. So I guess 2003. Sorry, I just wanted to know because I love the homegrown <laughs> mention. And like, on, like, I love homegrown, especially at the time they were, they were played the first time I saw MXPX live, but, and, and Act Your Age is an amazing album, but it's like, there's such a dated reference, especially like Reliant K has continued on so much more than homegrown right is newfound glory still going yeah newfound glory is still still pretty huge i love their uh all their cover right albums those are great um so uh their not so unique sound similar to that of newfound glory or homegrown gives a nice touch to some of your favorite christmas carols at this time of year opening up deck the halls bruise your hand is my favorite traditional Christmas song, Angels We Have Heard on High. And despite the band's (laughs) generic sound, they do an excellent, yeah, they do an excellent cover of this and many other conventional Christmas carols, such as Deck the Halls, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, and Handel's Messiah, The Hallelujah. Right. Uh, the yeah, band, hallelujah. Uh, yes. The band even adds some uniqueness to the classic 12 Days of Christmas as they question what some of the those odd gifts are and they supply with a handful of exclusive breakdowns to keep you attentive. Do they? Uh, although this is no oi to the world, it sure beats Santa Claus a punk rock Christmas as a superior crunk, punk rock Christmas disc. That is a mouthful. Reliant K's <laughs> attempt at a... Cl- at the classics is done well and this is the perfect record to spin in your cd player during the holiday season this year wait so do they like it or do they not like it yeah well all they said was that reliant k doesn't have a unique sound yeah which which i can actually how you know so they this is not a clearly negative review and we still haven't yet found which might be out there a well-written negative Reliant K review. This right. one's down the line. And I don't disagree with anything he said because when he says Reliant K does not have a unique sound, obviously I take umbrage with that, but I can't disagree with them because if anything, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hands, I think because they were just kind of having fun putting it together, it does sound like... It, it does. It they does they take like, on a lot of the pop punk they sound take on, of their time. Yeah, derivative is the yeah. word I couldn't find in my head. It does sound derivative to other pop punk at the time. It does, especially I, especially looking at this song that we're covering. We wish you a merry Christmas, which doesn't sound like any other right. Reliant K and Santa Claus's Thumb to Town. And I actually this song, this version of We Wish You a Merry Christmas and Santa Claus's Thumb to Town, I really don't care for. Right. Um, because they sound like a lot of that like pop punk and whatever, you know, yeah. sort of heavier sound of the time. Like whenever people call Reliant K pop punk, I don't really agree with it that much. And we've talked about this yeah. in the past. I think of them more like a pop rock band that sure they're faster than your typical pop rock band, but they're no more punk than Weezer. 
or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people, and you can make a case for calling Weezer pop punk, but most people aren't going to argue with you if you don't. You know what I mean? So I and but people do call Reliant K pop punk, but I don't think of them that way. But when I hear Deck the Hall Bruise Your Hands, <laughs> everything except for I Celebrate the Day, <laughs> that's on there. It sounds like like especially Angels We Have Heard on High, which someday we'll talk about that song. <laughs> but one of my favorite parts of that is it has the dish it has the dishwasher drums that were known for like the Travis Barker thing. Right. Like uh, that th- 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 that part where it literally <laughs> sounds like a dishwasher going. That's like the key that's like the essential Blink one eighty two drum sound. Yeah. But I don't think Reliant K was hiding that when they recorded Duck the Hall Bruise Your Hands. I think they were like because and we figured it out a couple weeks ago because of Dinosaurus, we were like, oh, on Twitter, we were like, oh, this was a pack in to a special version of their third album. Yeah. Like you didn't go out and get Deck the Hall Bruise Your Hands at a store unless you bought it was like a bonus it was a bonus disc yeah so i think they probably might have had some of that mentality of oh let's do a couple fun things that we don't really do so scott who wrote this review clearly had to have heard two lefts don't make a right because he would have had to have purchased this package together now that is that is very i mean that is very likely it's also debatable like how did he get the copy did punk news send it to him because i know punk news is like volunteers i was gonna say it's volunteer contributor based but yeah. like yeah he could have got it or he, someone could have sent it to him when people find out you write for punk news like i think they just send you stuff oh okay if you're a well-known contributor to them because i was gonna say if you listen you start to making connections and things yeah right because if you listen to two lefts it doesn't you... sound like homegrown no. or newfound glory no and you definitely can't say that their sound is like like not unique or unoriginal right. because that's such a great album and Reliant K only sounds like Reliant K on right. that album. Yeah. I mean, you, I think you can, however, if you don't really care about Reliant K or you're not ready to be receptive to that, you don't, someone who just hears pop punk as ugh, pop punk, you hear Reliant K and you're not going to hear the things that make it unique, that make it stand out, that make it its own. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're a more punk guy, but this person is this who is it? What was his name? Chris oh, Scott. Scott. Sorry. <laughs> this Scott. I'm sure uh, he sounds like he really likes pop punk music because he's dropping references like Mu330, <laughs> which is a ska band, but like Homegrown, Nerf Herder, Nerf Herder, the like, Vandals. Yeah, he's he's pinnacle org core. There he is <laughs> writing for punknews.org, and he's he has all the classic punknews.org references. So he knows this stuff a little bit. But um, my point is more like the people who hate on it, who don't really know what makes Reliant K, Reliant K. Yeah. Yeah. I love that his favorite Christmas song is Angels We Have Heard on High. Whose favorite Christmas song is Angels We Have Heard on High? Especially if you're like, yeah, I'm so cool. I'm a punk rocker. I write for punknews.org. Love Angels We Have Heard on High. Yeah. How come Angels and Airwaves have never done a Christmas album called Angels We Have Airwaved on High? <laughs> Angels We Have Waved on High? Air, air, whatever. Um, so I guess we can... Did you have more deep dive stuff? No, that was it. Okay, perfect. Because this will get us... Because that discussion actually gets us into something that came up a lot with this song. Okay. Well, three times. It came out three times. Is 
the classic, and it's it, perfect that we mentioned Homegrown. Because, Jessica, you know about the MXPX Barbie Girl controversy, right? I do. That So, MXPX has been attributed to having done a cover of the song Barbie Girl, a pop-punk cover of Barbie Girl, for decades. They never did it. It never existed. It's fake. If you've heard it, it's because the band Homegrown did it. And it just kind of shows how Homegrown is like kind of left the zeitgeist of the larger pop-punk world. But even back then, MXPX was a bigger band than Homegrown. So people were like, oh, I like this Barbie Girl cover. And some a-hole on Napster was like, who's this? Ah, I guess this is MXPX. So they labeled MXPX and then millions of people downloaded it. And people thought MXPX, and, and it's also this is also a thing that happened to Weird Al Yankovic or any awful racist cover, I mean really bad, badly recorded cover, not not cover parody of music gets labeled to Weird Al Yankovic. I'm rambling. Point is, Reliant K has had this happen to them sometimes because isn't one of your favorite covers of "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" by Blink One Eight Two? So on YouTube, uploader, and I put this in the official upload section, um, Granalto Indie with 170 subscribers. Wow, after 10 years, because this was uploaded on Christmas Day 2008. So we're, it's the 11th anniversary of this Blink-182 <laughs> mislabel. They uploaded Relying K, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Now to their credit, at some point, in the last 11 years, they relabeled the title of the video. <laughs> like, they got the memo. They got the notice that this is not Blink-182. But what happened was, there's a very well-known Blink-182 uh, promo photo where it's um, with Scott. It's Tom, Mark, and Scott. And they're, like, on a golf course, and there's a giant golf ball in the foreground that says Blink-182. And then they're, like like just looking mugging at the camera or whatever um that's the photo that's permanently on this video why misattribute this song to blink 182 when it could have been angels we have heard on high High, which has the the travis Travis barker Barker drums drums. well even better question why has this song anything like blink 182 like i know that i've been like anytime i i read one of these reviews where they're like Reliant K just wants to be Blink-182. I'm like, how dare you? Reliant K doesn't have anything blink- like Blink-182. Like, okay, okay. Some of the Christmas songs, sure. But not this one. Right. Well, who would who would attribute this to Blink-182? <laughs> Even better question, who would attribute this to Green Day? <laughs> and then actually oh, go okay. as far as to, to edit in footage of Green Day. Because it's yeah. one thing where... Grimaldo Indie, whatever their name is, thought it was Blink-182, took one still image of Blink-182 as the backdrop for the track and uploaded it, found out they were wrong, and changed the name. In this case, they were convinced it was Green Day. They actually edited in footage of Green Day. So one thing I did come across a few times in my deep dive was Uh that it would say... we wish you Merry Christmas. I wanted to say angels we have heard on high. It would say, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And then it would say, Reliant K Blink-182 Green Day. Yeah. It would have all the names in there. And I was like, I tried to click a few of them, but they were just like, you know, 404 not found. Right. Um, And I was just like, oh, I thought maybe it was picking up the other band's like Christmas tags. songs. Like, yeah, Like tags. tags that have been put into those articles. Yeah. And sort of misattributed into the... Uh, 
into the thing. No, I think this song in the Napster Kazaa LimeWire days was uploaded as Green Day. It was uploaded as Blink-182, and it was uploaded as Sum 41. Because then there's another uh, drum cover of all things where someone in Russia oh, was wow. like, I'm, he's doing, he's like, he doesn't talk, but he's basically in his head, he's like, I'm going to do a drum cover of some 41s, we miss you a Merry <laughs> Christmas. And then for the, I think this one was like 2012 even, right? Oh, wow. Because that's the thing is like, even the MXPX Barbie Girl thing continues to this day. People still upload videos. Yeah, like, and this one was uploaded in, the Green Day one was uploaded in 2012. Yeah, 2012. But you'll sometimes get new uploads, like in the last three years of MXPX Barbie Girl. Somehow these these files just continued to float around. Like you think once Napster and Kazaa weren't around anymore, that, that people wouldn't care. But for some reason, like somehow maybe Media Wave, maybe like smaller kids whose siblings had CDRs full of old music and they were like, oh, I'm going to listen to some of this. You know what I mean? I don't <laughs> yeah. know how, but these false tags continue into things and then there's stuff like you know last fm and things like that where i think some of these false titles kind of get aggregated into that data even though they're not real free db is another thing where it was like that's where the, when you download the track names of your cd to itunes they come off of things where people could actually upload track titles and if you get upload them wrong they're, they're just stuck there, you know what I mean? So that's the kind of stuff we're looking at. But this one is just hilarious because they actually edited in footage of Green Day and lots of different pictures. It's like a proper slideshow. Like, they took the time to edit this one together. Oh, yeah, and then oh, some what? random... Some, some ran- Nightmare Before Christmas. Wrong band. They should have put that in with Blink-182. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and here's Jack Skellington scratching his scalp saying, wait a second, this doesn't sound like Green Day. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and then when you look at the comments, it's all people saying, not Green Day, not Green Day, who's this? This is Reliant K, not Green Day, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, like I said, the Blink-22 guy got the memo, changed it. The Green Day guy did not. Man, the it Sum doesn't sound anything like not. Green Day. No. It, oh, no, it doesn't, because you can make a case for Deck the Hall of Bruiser Hands sounding like Blink-22. Yeah. But, no, Green Day, this does not sound like Green Day at all. Um. So there's that. <laughs> that. That puts a button on that story. <laughs> then we have the live footage that I found. I think, pretty sure this is the only live footage I found. Uh, 24 seconds from Winter Wonder Slam. Uploaded by Romdy Q. Yep. So that is with the five score. Oh, not with the five score because that wasn't Dave. That's with the uh, forget not slow down lineup. lineup. And um, even though this is a Dave and Brian song. Right. So, yeah, that makes me think even more so that there must be live performances of it in like 2003, 2004, like Christmas shows because they would always mix Christmas stuff. Unfortunately, I never saw Reliant K in December, like they never seem to come through Boston. However, I do have one story that I've been holding for all oh. these pods of Christmas. Oh. And now that I kind of I kind of 
falsely organically got into it. <laughs> in the days like 2000, 2001, when I would see Reliant K come through and I'd talk to them, they'd always be around after the show at their merch table, walking around Soul Fest and talking to them. I suggested, and I just had this idea in my head in general that a really awesome song to walk out on stage to would be Setting the Trap by John Williams, which is from the uh, Home Alone. Alone score. And we'll just play a couple seconds of it here. It's this. Right? That song, I just think would be so cool for any band to just walk on on stage to. Not even yeah. make a big spectacle out of it. Just like when the house lights come down and a song starts playing and yeah. then they walk on stage and they play. I had this great idea and I've... T- a spoiler warning, I never had a band in my life. I've never had a musical <laughs> band. I never had a musical, you know, combo of any kind. So... I was like, well, I have pretty good access to Reliant K at this point in my life. Like, I'm going to suggest this to Matt Thiessen. And I did. I went to him and I'm like, you know what would be cool? And I told him the, the idea. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. And like, I was like, yeah, he probably heard it or he probably didn't. He probably cares. He probably doesn't. Whatever, you know? It was then. And in my mind, I have no idea how much time in between. And I have no idea. I don't remember specifically if I told him at a, at, at a, at a music festival the idea and then later saw him at a regular concert. But the next time I saw them, he w- I, he, I was talking to him, like, oh, how have you been up to, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, I've been looking into that idea of using the Home Alone music for oh, coming out on stage. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. That's how I said it at the time. But in my head, I was like, <gasps> boom, <laughs> like, oh, my God, he remembers. That's so nice. <laughs> and to this day now, unfortunately, I have no idea if it ever did happen, right? Because they never played... A Christmas show in the Boston area. Again, this is why I just believe Reliant K are like the <laughs> nicest people ever because they just they listen to Danny and they put up with him. Right. And... Until around 2005 <laughs> when they were like, you didn't see them walking around after shows anymore. Yeah. They 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 probably was like too many people, too popular and just couldn't be walking around. Now, Danny, you yeah. claim that you never were in a band or a musical thing. That's not entirely true. Oh no. What did I do? Jad. Oh, my God. We're not talking about Jad. <laughs> we could talk about Jad. We could talk about Jad because Johnny's out there listening. I yeah. talked about my friend Johnny. Who knows? Maybe there's some less embarrassing Jad song I can upload someday. But, yeah, my friend Johnny and I. who And Johnny was the friend who I went to all the Reliant K shows with. And we both used to bother Reliant K. Uh, we started, like, a Dead Milkman inspired sort of thing and the only song i knew was punk rock girl but i was like oh you know in general sort of thing like tenacious d was around at the time it's like comedy guitar thing (laughs) we wrote like four songs no 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 one's ever gonna hear of jad (laughs) i was in a fictitious band (laughs) okay It was like a thing that like my friends and I always talked about because we all played instruments but never bothered to get together to play them it's called sugar-coated poison (laughs) Like the MXPX song. Did you, is that really? what you named yourself after? I don't know. I didn't name us. Oh, okay. Well, there was an MXPX song called Sugar Coated Poison Apple. Oh. Yeah. Were you one of those kind of bands that named yourself after the song of a band you like, like Radiohead or I Bad Brains? I don't know. I don't know. And then... <laughs> 
the the sort of band that I did have was I did have there were two there were just two of us much like you it was my my friend who I went to see Reliant K for the first time with she played guitar and I played drums and we did Ashley Simpson covers and Avril Lavigne covers that's great we didn't really have a name though you did have a pop character that you had wasn't it like Jesse M or something oh yeah Jesse May Jesse May you you wrote like three bad pop songs and sent them to me. Or, yeah. No, you did some before you met me. Yeah. A lot of them were about how you were in love with Anakin Skywalker. Yep. At least two of them were. Yep. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker in theaters now. <laughs> A great classic saga comes to an end. Oh man, maybe one day if we ever bust out the Jad covers, we'll we'll wow. uh, we'll bust out the Jesse May uh, original Star Wars songs. There were two songs. Oh no. Oh. There were three. <laughs> no, no, there were only two. Okay. There were just two songs. Okay. That were basically about how I was in love with Anakin Skywalker. Moving on. Do we have any covers? <laughs> we got covers, right? Let's well, move on from this some... horrible <laughs> embarrassment. We still got some other stuff. It's Christmas. It's the time for giving, and we're giving embarrassment to our listeners. <laughs> so here's this thing. Oh, wow. So this is a very visual bit, but it's just I, yeah. so bizarre. It's a 3D, a bad 3D rendering of um, some reindeers. Uh, I'm definitely uploading this Santa, to the social media. Pulling Santa's sleigh. Yeah, it's some sort of like pre-rendered <laughs> CGI Santa going through the sky. It almost looks like one of those games like... Not specifically this, but like Second Life or like The Sims. Yeah. Like, but like, or or it could be like a GTA Five thing where it's like in a pre-rendered <laughs> machinima, sort of like making a movie in a video I game. I love sort of that thing. that the reindeer are supposed to be flying through the sky, but, but their hooves w- are kicking up snow. Yeah, it's just like the ground is invisible. Um, and, and there's Spanish, there's Spanish subtitles. Spanish for subtitles. The this is one of the, yeah, like I said, this is one of the first things I'm putting up on social media. <laughs> then there's another weird one, and I don't know if I'll put this one up on social media because it's just one symbol, single frame, <laughs> but it's just an image of a tiger. <laughs> it's another lyric video. I didn't say who the last one was uploaded by, but um, <laughs> let's see. This one is uploaded by Tiger5673. There you go. <laughs> and he says, please subscript me. Uh... And yeah, yes. it's a it's let's subscript him. It's just the song with an image of a tiger. Should I subscript him right now? Um. So then there's two different nightcore versions. So you oh. want to hear how these compare? Let's do it. So this one is uploaded by. What were we listening to the other day that I was like, oh, I don't really like this. It's too slow. Oh. And you're like, let's play the Nightcore version. Oh, Weezer. The, the Weezer, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Yes. We totally forgot to bring that up. But Weezer has a version of we wish, me, wish you a Merry Christmas. And there is more of it's straightforward. No original content. And I was like, Jessica, let's listen to this so you can check it out. And she's like, this is slow and boring. <laughs> And I'm like, that's like, my girl. Just... <laughs> now, I mean, I don't like hearing you like... say that about Weezer, but I do like hearing you say that about Christmas music. <laughs> I was like, oh, this this version is just so, so sad. Yeah, I like, don't know. And We it, Wish You a Merry Christmas is a very happy song. Yeah, it was a peppy song. It was the tip, the real Weezer guitar. It was, but it was, it was this, it was the sort of pace and it was a little slow. You could not put it on your run playlist. No. So I said to Jessica, look up a Nightcore version and we did. And she was like, ooh, this is much better. Yeah. 
So this one is uploaded by Thieves Rule X3. Not Thieves Rule, Thieves Rule X3. And this is also an anime music video, apparently, but I think it's just still images. And this is what it sounds. So this is their this is their nightcore version. Sick. Yeah, this they didn't. They somehow they pitch corrected it. It sounds like the proper pitch, or about as close as you can get, but it's just faster. Danny, I have to ask, what what all have you been looking up in your personal time? Because there's a Kylie Jenner thing suggested to you. (laughs) I don't know. Vlog my 2019 Christmas decorations by Kylie Jenner. Why would you? I Jessica had because I'm looking up Christmas stuff. It just who knows the inclinations of YouTube and their recommendations. <laughs> I will not be held to this kangaroo court. <laughs> so then here is like what is more the proper uh, nightcore version where they don't pitch correct. <laughs> So what do you think of that one? How do you think that compares to the one where they don't pitch correct? Do you even I like, care? I liked the last one. You Sorry, I, I was thinking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's perfectly all right. I sort of tuned out a bit of in the uh, this last Nightcore version. But it's just... In, I did enjoy the first one, though. You enjoyed the first one. So it's, it's just an interesting comparison that I've never had a chance to make. Where you can hear nightcore that's not proper nightcore because they pitch corrected it to sound like the proper pitch. And now you can hear the actual nightcore version where they let it, the pitch up, right? So you liked both of them. Amazing. I'm going to get next thing you know, I'll have you watch an anime. (laughs) (laughs) So since it's Christmas Mm -hmm. and I was going to say let's open our presents early, but it's Christmas. So that idea that joke doesn't work (laughs) but i was gonna say are you ready to open your presents let's have dessert first let's have our christmas cookies before dinner and let's talk about the weird fun stuff on youtube before we talk about covers okay so what better weird thing (laughs) as april runs around what better weird thing related to this song can we talk about than the sketch that we made in 2013 that's right. About We Wish You a Merry Christmas. We were talking about this last week because when I found that CDR of Jessica's favorite Reliant K songs yes. from 2009, I was actually looking for a DVD-R of Jessica for four different years, non-consecutive, three consecutive years, and then in 2013. She would make like a Christmas special for her family. Yes. Right? She'd make these skits the kind of like the the ooh, it's playing in the background <laughs> it was kind of like the precursor to the skits that we open our podcast with yeah so 
Jessica and I, the first one we did when we were married, and the only one we've done since we've been married was in 2013, and we did a comedy sketch. Yeah, this isn't like, oh, Jessica used to make these little cute video Christmas specials for her family when she was a little kid. No, like, I started the year before Danny and I got engaged. Right. (laughs) So, because we were doing We Wish You a Merry Christmas, uh, we decided to premiere this to the world in general. And we'll show, we'll put this in our social media. We'll put this on the podcast YouTube page. But Jessica hasn't seen this in six years, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So I watched it already. Jessica's going to watch this <laughs> sketch that we did. And this is going to go horribly, but let's check this oh, out no. together. We did a little reenactment of the origin of the song, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. So it starts out with just like a stock footage picture of a nice, of a nice Christmas, house. Christmas house because that's like, you know, the kind of thing SNL would do. So. Right. <laughs> and then it's me at a piano. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, it's almost the perfect Christmas song. <laughs> My accent is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love your bow tie. <laughs> I'm wearing a bow tie. I'm wearing a, a suit jacket and a sweater. All right, get to the point. <laughs> He looks like um, sort of like the songwriter, for the main songwriter dad character from 101 Dalmatians. Dad, oh. the dog dad. So the doorbell rings and I go answer the door and Jessica is like a, 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 a Dickensian street urchin. <laughs> And she looks amazing. She's got scarves and dirty handkerchiefs and and like head- soot on my face. Soot on I'm her rocking face. bangs. Wow. And I open the door and she's Christmas caroling and singing Jingle Bell Rock. I've got like a pilgrim hat on her or something. And it's snowing outside because li- we lived in Chicago at the time. Right. And this is at Jessica's parents' house. Yes. So we're just completely using the production value of their own decorated Christmas house. Jingle Bell chime and Jingle Bell shines. Danny's dancing along with the song. Well, that was just lovely. Here, have a cupper for your troubles. There's nothing there. We didn't even try to... We'd like some figgy pudding. Figgy pudding? No, I'm afraid I don't think I have any here. But perhaps if you try at the corner shop. We want some figgy pudding. No, I'm sorry. I think I have some meats and some pies, maybe some cheeses, but... No figgy... I said... Bring us some figgy pudding. Alright, I'm afraid you're gonna have to go. Danny tries to close the door on me <laughs> and I stick my foot in the door. And now I pulled out a knife. Alright, alright, figgy pudding. You know, I think I have some figs and some puds that I can put together, so let me go to the look. Some figs and some puds. And we'll get at it a couple good cheer. <laughs> Join us next time when we look at the disturbing origins of the song Baby It's Cold Outside. So that's that was that. not as cringy as I thought it was gonna be. That holds up. I stand by it. <laughs> I like it and well you at it. Bring us a cup of good cheer. (laughs) So there's nothing Reliant K about that. Nope. Except we wanted to talk about the figgy pudding, and Reliant K doesn't sing about the figgy pudding. Nope. So we really just forced this in there. (laughs) 
So, did you have any other things to say about your Christmas specials and all that stuff? No. Do you have some no? figs and some puds, Dan? That was really dumb. <laughs> That's the cringiest part. I just the to... intro with you is very long. It's it a little a too long. long. Yeah, it yeah. takes a real long time to get to, to the good stuff, which is me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we agree on something. Just kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be up on the socials and the YouTube. Just try to make it through that first minute. <laughs> So there isn't a ton of like actual that might be the best weird thing really I have related to the song We Wish You a Merry Christmas because all the Reliant K specific stuff isn't that great. There's a house display, you know, yeah. going on, you know, blinking to the song. There's someone's I don't know if it's a customized Guitar Hero or if you could actually buy this off the Guitar Hero marketplace at one point. But you there's some Guitar Hero footage of this song. Oh, cool. There's a Naruto music video. Okay. AMV. There's a Supernatural, the CW show. Interesting. FMV, fandom video, but it's labeled as Sum 41. So going back to that whole thing. <laughs> nice, it's, nice. Someone else has it mislabeled on Napster or whatever. Um, there's 50 seconds of just people sledding to the song. Like, these are all okay. the things. I found. And then the only, like, really sort of good one is this one. So this is Nathan Grouse. Oh, I thought you were going to play our sketch again. I got excited. <laughs> this is Nathan Grouse, and he just decides to lip sync to the song. Hi, everybody. Today is December 17th, and my song of the day for today is We Wish You a Merry Christmas by Reliant K. Now, this is basically going to be what you think it is. Same song, but just has a slightly different beginning and a couple different verses here and there. So, ready for this? Here we yep. go. Let's go. And obviously it's really good for the podcast because it's just this guy lip syncing and (laughs) bobbing his head. (laughs) But he's really into it. So that's about it for for Nathan Grouse. Honestly, it's a good thing we had our sketch because it's the funniest thing I found. And, and we're so humble, too. I know. We're incredibly humble. So now we can get into covers. We're almost there. And then everyone can go off and have Christmas with their families and have a wonderful Christmas. So here we go with covers. This is uh, uploaded by... Oh, speaking of Star Wars, because you had Star Wars on the mind. So does Soccer Geek for Christ. No, Soccer, Soccer Geek for J. Christ. Nice. Uh, in 2016, they definitely have Star Wars on the mind because there's a bunch of Star Wars stuff in this. But they did a cover along with a full music video. Uh, and this is a minute and 50 seconds. So drive as fast as we can go For the black night, black ice and all snow Until we see some street signs that we know We're coming home to you and your kin good tidings for christmas and a happy new year so we could describe what's kind of going on they're just literally enacting now there's a star wars force awakens poster oh, yeah. on the wall and she has a star wars hat yeah okay and it's two girls who have just traveled to bother this one guy who's like glum and not happy with it being christmas and they're decorating, they're decorating him like a christmas house tree and, they're decorating and... Him. and he's got a star wars hat as well 
they're they for some reason keep coming back in from the outside to like berate him with and like hit him with christmas stuff stuff, and now they're skipping out the door yeah so there's that (laughs) i don't know like obviously it's just like a Look, we can say it. Like, they're singing off-key. It's just kind of like a fun, thrown-together thing. They don't sound like professional musicians. Although, the guitar sounds like they know how to at least, you know, record a guitar. It sounds like they actually did their own instrumentation, or someone did. So, that's great. Very good. Very fun. Very fun. Merry Christmas. Uh, And then I hinted to this early on Twitter, because I had just been talking about it a week or two ago, but I would wanting to hear oh i was talking about it last week when we did i celebrate the day because that person did a spanish cover of the two leading traditional songs yeah. but then he went back to english when he talked when he sang i celebrate the day i was like oh i would have wanted to hear a spanish right. translation of i celebrate the day well here we have this full spanish translation of Reliant k's version of we wish you a merry christmas oh cool which is fun because i mean it's not like i'm sh- there's i'm sh- there's you know, got to be we wish you a Merry Christmas in every language. Mm-hmm. But to also have done Reliant K's original yeah. lyrics. That's what we get to hear here. And then I love this the, picture. <laughs> this picture I've used in multiple meme accounts. It is a badly drawn 3D CGI Santa Claus who is about to smash a guitar. I've used this in a bunch of stuff. Uh, on MXPX memes and stuff like that. So this is by Mr. Sean Guitar. Kevin Mojica, who is someone who we talked about, he does a lot of MXPX covers. He has a sound something on SoundCloud as well. So that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's good too. Uh, his covers are always great. Um, then we can get into the metal stuff because, All like right. I said, there yeah. is metal stuff. There's a lot of covers this week, specifically of Reliant K's version. So I don't think we'll get to everything, but let's definitely hear some of the metal. This is by Susu Metal. Uh, I think it's just, yeah, it's just one guy. Uh, tuning, E-Standard. The tabs I wrote can be downloaded here. Oh, he wrote his own tabs oh, for this. Thank you. So, he, so it's a guitar cover, but he does it a little bit more metally. Well, Merry Christmas, we wish you Sick. 
<laughs> then I really like this one because I called it MIDI metal. You know, MIDI, that like, yeah. that thing. Uh, I don't know if, I, I don't think he really ran this through a MIDI player or whatever, but, uh, sorry, commercial was playing, but it just, he, he, whatever he recorded in just has a very compressed sort of electronic sound that it went through. So this is Caleb Hiles, and this is his cover, and he's got millions of subscribers, so this is from 2014. So we'll drive as fast as we can go through the black ice, but night and all snow, till we see some streets that we know. I think it's mainly like the hammer-ons just kind of sound very digital. Yeah, and I was going to say, it doesn't sound very MIDI to me. No, I'm sorry. It's, just, it's, it's sorry to misrepresent. It's basically, we didn't hear the hammer-ons. I, I had it <laughs> muted. But when we get back to those, you'll hear it sounds a little bit more digital when you okay. get to that. Again with the people who rock out on the the rock star controllers. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently he did this himself, but he's holding up a rock star controller for the video. Yeah. Rock band, not rock star. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like there should be a way to make this sound even more like MIDI than than that. You know, even more digital. Yeah. So there's also a number of times that this song was played in churches right Mm -hmm. just like how we found uh i celebrate the day was played in a lot of churches and at a lot of like you know church services and recitals and stuff like that but this is like the heavy metal hardcore punk (laughs) yeah reliant k version (laughs) and nobody everyone does it like the album so there's a couple of places at churches where they're rocking out nice. to Reliant K's version nice. of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Here's one that I believe is in Russia based on the font that is uh, underneath it. Um, so I cannot read the username, but it's called We Wish You a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Reliant K cover. December 28th, 2012. And this one's notable because I think it's in Russian. I think it's in Russia. And it's got a female singer. And she is dressed like she's going to a job interview later. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a smart pantsuit on. Well, skirt. Pencil skirt. She's got a pencil skirt and a blazer on. That's honestly like the most punk thing I've seen all night. <laughs> So that's fun. Yeah. I'm digging um, it. Everyone's really good at, at, at like just doing straight ahead hardcore versions of this. And it's not super hardcore, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Hardcore punk, like whatever. Yeah. There's all kinds of different types of hardcore. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so then we go from Russia, not too far away, to Hungary. Oh, wow. Hungary, dude? Hung- Hungary. Hungary. We go to Hungary and... They're playing again in a church. And this is Christine Media, 2015. This guy closest to the camera on the guitar looks like Jim Sturgis from Across the Universe. <laughs> he does. 
And this really is a church. Like the other one may have been a church and may have been a school. Yeah, yeah. It was some sort of It was like, a very nice um stage. Yeah, it was a nice stage that was clearly like a shared space kind yeah, of place. Yeah, this is clearly a church. Yeah. It was the last one wasn't in a concert place. It was yeah. This is really a church because there's like a podium and there's like a thing in the middle with a nice Yeah, I'm digging this with... angle. It's very <laughs> rock and roll. It's like they've got that underneath uh, yeah, shot and you're looking at the, the, the tiles of the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> And he's playing from a podium, <laughs> but he's they're playing yeah. this hardcore, this hard, this fast punk version. <laughs> some guy's just leaning in for some reason. I don't know what he's doing. He's fixing stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, they got the double bass drum going. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Um, and there's a lot of covers, but I guess we don't have to do too many more because it's Christmas. We all want to go wait for Santa Claus. Bring him Santa a beer or whatever Santa Claus drinks. Santa came last night, Dan. Oh, Santa came last night. Yeah. Doesn't Santa Claus come at the end of Christmas? <laughs> I don't believe so. Oh, then why do my Pretty parents sure. always tell me that? <laughs> Pretty sure he, he made his visit last night, dear. Oh, okay. That's nice. Well, we all want to go and start our thank you cards <laughs> to Santa and all everyone that gave us gifts. That's right. Et cetera, et cetera. So what else do I have here? There's got to be something good. There's a guy in a Santa costume doing a drum cover. There, this one's weird. This one's a little cursed. Oh, good. Maybe I'll do that one after. Uh, here's one. A, uh, a pop punk band in Italy called The Enthused. Ooh. Here's the last kind of real cover that we'll talk about. Then we'll go to the cursed one and we'll end on that. It's very sweet that you're playing footsie with me under the table. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> I don't play footsie and tell, especially on Christmas. <laughs> so this is the enthused. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Reliant K cover. And I guess maybe they're called the enthused because of the Blink-182 song, Enthused. I don't know. But, oh, that's right. That's right. That's why I wanted to play this. Oh, this my is actually gosh. Are they going to go rob someone? Like, well, the one guy's wearing a ski mask. I think they're really, really inspired by recent fat wreck bands because they're... You'll see the band playing in a second. One of them's got a Teenage Bottle Rocket t-shirt on. Oh, nice. They opened this thing with these, like, characters. They shot a little, like, two-scene short film at the beginning. Like, that's clearly Quentin Tarantino, like, noir-inspired. One guy wears a ski mask. The other guy has a reindeer hat on. And, you know, the ski mask just reminds me of Masked Intruder. So I think it's just got this weird, like... Not weird, but it's got this, like, general recent fat wreck bands sort of vibe to it through this italian lens so they shoot this little like christmas noir thing where they're driving around in their car and then they pull up somewhere camera keeps going in and out of focus yeah it's set on autofocus and it keeps going out of focus <laughs> then they get out of the car they walk around to the trunk they open it up one of them lights a cigarette they're looking inside the trunk. And you hear someone muffling for help. <laughs> and then it cuts to the song. Oh, yeah. Very Tarantino. Oh, nice. See, and now they're all playing in, like, a, a rehearsal space. They're all playing in a rehearsal space covered in Christmas decorations. They're all wearing black t-shirts. Yeah. Except the one guy is like, well, I got a black t-shirt, but it's Teenage Ball Rocket. <laughs> so let's listen to a little bit of this. Tidings we bring. 
That's awesome. This song is internationally beloved. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Uh, and it's just a little funny because it's like, like I said, they're like clearly like hard, you know, harder pop punk sort of stuff. But he's, he's got such a high voice. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty sick. <laughs> and then we can watch the end of the little short film because then there's another we can skip ahead to the end and there's a guy it turned out there was a guy in the trunk who's also he's, wearing who's a mask tied up with christmas lights he's tied up with christmas lights that are turned on it's very cinematic i don't think that celebrates the birth of our lord and savior <gasps> jesus christ to have a man tied up in a trunk so finally we'll end on this this was exciting at first, but then there's this level of cursedness to it. Oh. I found an all-girl cover band. Nice. Playing this song. Nice. But for some reason, instead of it being proper footage, it almost looks like something you'd see at like the Museum of Modern Art in New York City because it's <laughs> it's actually like a video camera filming some sort of closed-circuit television. Like, look yeah. at this. Yeah. And it's, it's a CRT TV. Clear. Yes. So maybe this like, is... A, this, sorry, somebody wanted to upload it to YouTube, so they took their phone and they videoed right. their CRT I TV screen. I have two screen. theories on what is happening here. One is they have a video of this, band, of this girl band playing at some sort of talent show type thing, because that's the kind of stage it appears to be on, right? And they didn't know how to digitize that footage, so they just shot the screen. Or two, maybe this is at like a church or some sort of like school with a lot of audio video equipment. And maybe this is like in another room that Mm. shows what's going on on the main stage. And they filmed the TV while they were playing live. Those are my two theories. Because then here's the band. Man, the Donnas have not aged well. (laughs) It is the Donnas. So it's got this... Yeah, I want to be able to hear it, but it's got this weird, like, modern art 80s thing going on. Like, you would expect to walk into some, like, Bowery art yeah. studio. <laughs> and, and the one girl's wearing a fedora, gallery. which is awesome. <laughs> so, here's what it sounds like as much as you can hear. about it you can't yeah, really hear very much yeah i love that you can see the that like the the bar that scrolls across the screen because you're yeah. filming a television so this good was, stuff this was uploaded in 2010 by x ninja x princess x nice yep so um that's it for we wish you a merry christmas and we wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year and a happy new year you know what we never talked about in the four pods of christmas where we talked we mentioned it in the first pod of christmas the dido song <laughs> oh yeah that's right and i don't even remember what it's <laughs> called anymore and maybe we'll talk about it some other time but there's this you know the artist dido who is most famously known i think for the eminem song stan right right she has this Christmas song that is like 
the pinnacle of all Christmas songs that I absolutely hate. It's called Christmas Day, and I think it's supposed to be old-timey and nice or something, but it's basically, I haven't heard it in years, but it's like, it's so depressing. I don't even want to get into it. Maybe we'll talk about it you're, some other you're time. You're the one who brought it up. I know. You could have just let it slide. I'm going to let it. Who, who remembers the first pot of Christmas? What song did we even do? Uh, sleigh ride? No. No. Sleigh ride we did second. <laughs> I celebrate the day we did third. It was 12 days of 12 Christmas. 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> so it's the first day of Christmas today. Because remember, we oh, learned that the 12 right. days of Christmas begin at Christmas. That's right. Happy first day of Happy Christmas. Happy first day of Christmas, everyone. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> and we'll see you next year. We'll see you next year. See you in, See you next decade. That's right. We'll see you 10 years from today. Oh, wow. Wait, that's not how that joke works. <laughs> Never mind. Hi, this is Jess. And Dan from Sadie Hawkins Pod. And speaking from the whole SHP family, we want to thank you for listening to the Four Pods of Christmas and let you know that we had a lot of fun putting it together. We also want to wish you a lovely holiday season, and we hope this new year fills your life with love, your heart with hope, and our world with peace. Thank you very much. (laughs) Ha ha ha, you said it, April. Lang Zone